Hello and welcome to Two Guys Many Bad Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron. And I'm your other host, Paul. And what did we watch this time, Paul? We watched Mrs. Brown's Boys, the movie. The movie, yeah, with... uh... Brendan O'Carroll, and uh, it's the story of um, a bunch of uh, work. The wor- it's the story of the working class uh, banding together to defeat the the, the bureaucrats. It- it's Karl Marx's wet dream, the movie. Yeah, only with the uh, only with more cross dressing and a bit of Asian racism. Uh, but yeah, what's with the what's with the Chinese like the Chinese racism bit in the middle? I don't understand. Like, the, oh, it's the like ninja. I thought we were done with that. And I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, but no, it's going back to haunt us. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. As if that wasn't bad enough, we have a car bomb in the movie. Yep, that's the it's the IRA, the Ra. <laughs> yeah, at least it's not the Ga. That's true. Yeah, right, but yeah, uh, some of you guys may be, may be wondering, I imagine a lot of our American audience is like, what the fuck is Mrs. Brown's voice? And why should we care? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You know, Americans listening to this, have you ever heard yeah. of uh, Tyler Perry and Medea? Mm-hmm. The bit, it's like the whole cross-dressing thing. I mean, she's not, she's funnier than Medea, I will admit it, on the show at least. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> It's a bit like that. You have a you have a cross dressing. You have a fella who cross dresses um, as the character of Agnes Brown, and it's normally a sitcom, but they made it into a movie. And I don't know exactly what why, but and, and yeah. I, I found it easier to watch than a lot of the shit that we normally have to watch. You know, like... I mean, I suppose so. I although although I think I'm very biased because you know I am Irish, so I like watching movies about my country even if they're not very good well yeah but like this this i mean this is one of those movies where it's like even the people who like really like this movie they're like yeah it's not as good as the show the show is better uh mrs Mm. brown's voice the sitcom but even that sitcom is a bit polarizing you know you have people who really love it and they have people who really hate it and i'm like i'm just i'm just like yeah it's a decent show whatever it's just i'm not i'm kind of moderate in the middle ground of, of it whatever yeah, I'm more apathetic towards it, but I know my family and uh, a lot of family members really love the show. But even my mother doesn't like the movie, so yeah, yeah it's it's like it's like, and I remember when this movie first came out. Um, my SNA in 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 high school was telling me about how oh, she she was saying that she really loves the show, but she didn't care for the movie, so. Yeah, this is one of those, if you don't like this movie, that doesn't mean you d- you're not going to like the show necessarily, which is just one thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for some reason, the movie's a bit, I don't know, more vulgar, I guess. Is it really more vulgar than well, the I, show? Well, I don't know, maybe not more vulgar, but like it's more lowbrow, if that makes any sense. Like, you, like Mrs. Brown's Boys, the show, isn't exactly a high arch, but they kind of have to lower lower it a bit, like more lowbrow. Yeah, but you know what? I love me some lowbrow trash. So, so you know, I don't see anything wrong with it. <laughs> I mean, if you say so. I mean, this movie opens up with a fart joke, so that's... Well, it, that's no, it uh... doesn't open up with a fart joke. Let's get to how this movie begins, Paul. This movie doesn't open up with a fart joke. It opens with a joke about Mrs. Brown having a sex dream and well, acting and speaking it out. Well, yeah, then the second joke is a fart joke. Sorry, <laughs> I... Gosh. You forgot about the Mrs. Brown in, in, in anyway. She's in bed, a sex dream about 
I don't know, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Who else would he, would he have a sex with? I don't know, it could, be, it could be anyone. Could be anyone. Yeah, it, it could be Craig. It could yeah, be Craig. Again, could be anyone. But oh shit, her alarm is going off. But she won't wake up. What will happen? And Grandad shows up. That's the name of the character, by the way, Grandad. He shows up with a baseball bat and hits her. But it does fuck yeah. all. No, hits the alarm, not her. Because then that would be abuse. Oh, right. I thought, yeah, well, it hits the alarm. <laughs> I don't know. And we have what? What we have? Autos, uh, Dust Sprax, Autos Thruster, or whatever the fucking music. You know, the 2001 A Space Odyssey music come in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the one? I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I didn't write down. I didn't note down the exact music that was playing when Grandad entered the room with the fucking baseball bat. It's all right. But I do well, yeah. remember uh, that she wakes up, goes, oh, fuck, I'm late. Decides to do her morning routine, which goes pants ways. Yep, uh, goes arse course. ways. And it's set to Tom Jones's She's a Lady. You know, just to really hammer home. It would have been way better if it was Watch New Pussycat and that just played over and over again throughout the film, except on the seventh one, it played it. That's not unusual. <laughs> if only. But yeah, uh, the movie, but yeah, the movie, uh, it tries to adapt the fourth wall humor that the show is known yes, for. Yes, okay, okay. So again, bit of context here because you probably, if you're, if you're just like some rando just going, I've never seen Mrs. Brown. Mrs. Brown is a show with no fourth wall. You know how all those like sitcoms have sets and all the mm-hmm. sets are like, and they don't have roofs and all that. And there's just lights instead of a roof. And there's, I think there was one joke in Seinfeld where they made that. Was that like yeah, where probably. they mentioned that? Well, Mrs. Brown runs with that shit because we have her running in front of the audience. So yes, it's filmed in front of a live studio audience. Uh, it's not a laugh track. It is actually yeah. a live studio audience. Uh, Cause you fucking see the audience. Yep. And she would run in front of that. Um, there's a lot of fourth wall jokes in the show. There was one joke where one episode where she was apparently going to get sent to wasn't it was the dog. And every time they mentioned the word home, we'd hear like a string quartet, like play a discordant note. And she would get really pissed off and run into the booth where they were recording and tell them to fuck yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. See that? See, that joke works, especially in the context of, like, a live recorded thing. Because, you know, I think that just adds to the experience, especially if you're there. But in the movie, I don't know if it works as well. No, I don't think it works as well in the movie. Because the first joke is she runs outside. She goes outside, and it's just a picture of, like, a painting with, like, with, like, of a street. And she's got her stroller. She's pretending to walk, but it's clearly just part of the studio. And she's Mm -hmm. like, hold on, this isn't right. She tears down the wallpaper or whatever, and then it's the actual street. It's like, this is more like it. And that's not even close to the only fourth wall joke they make. They make a bunch of them later on. Yep, because remember, this is the movie. Like, this one later on, near the end of the movie, they jump into a river, and he comes out, and she comes out, and she's like, oh, I'm dry. I love the movies, because you know how that's a thing? Yeah. So, it's either kind of a love it or you hate it kind of thing, because I've you know, I've seen some people get a bit tired of fourth wall breaks. Well, yeah, it, I mean, some people, I mean, I don't know. I love Deadpool, so I love me some fourth wall breaks. I love Monty Python's Holy Grail, which yeah. has no fourth wall. Yeah, I'm fine with it just so long as, you know, the series A is always always had it or, you know, B is known for it. I don't like, I don't I, I just don't like seeing too much of it, I guess, if that makes any sense. 
I mean, it's one of those tropes that originated on the stage in in theater, and yeah. it made a lot more sense in theater. It's it, than it would necessarily in other works, but at the same time, you know, the fourth, the the whole breaking the fourth wall thing is it's a fair, it's an established trope that's been around for hundreds of years, if not thousands. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the ancient Greeks did it or not, but I'm sure they did. And so we have this parody of every everything is awesome, or at least that's how I interpreted it, where she goes to Moore Street with all the other old ladies who all own, you know, she, oh, okay, oh yeah, plot of the movie. Uh, Mrs. Brown owns a, owns a stall selling fresh fruit and veg. Was that the thing in the show? I can't remember. I don't know. I genuinely don't know if that was the show. But anyway, she, she, has, she has the fresh fruit and veg and she sets them off. Um, and we have like a scene where they're all dancing and that like and it's yeah. it's set in the song that's clearly like the Irish version of everything is awesome, except it isn't yeah. a Brave New World type dystopia where we're all pretending it's awesome but it isn't. It's like it's actually it actually is just Moor Street in fucking Dublin. Yeah, people are just happy there. Um <laughs> and anyway, yeah, so, we'll just call this the Irish episode. This is the Irish episode. This is, is this the is this is this our late St. Patrick's Day episode? Yes, our extremely late St. Patrick's Day episode. <laughs> um, we'll yeah. just say, we'll just like say, uh, yeah, this is our late, yeah. But, yeah, why not? Why but not? she's selling her fruits and veg, right? And woman walks up to her and is like, "All right, what does apples?" Those are 50 cent. What's the difference between a 50 cent apples and a 75 cent apple? And she says, the 75 cent apples are low fat. And said, all right, then I'll take the two of the 75. Yeah, that's one euro 50. I'm like, fucking hell. Yeah, that's how, that's how people get you. That's how they get you. And that's, this is the good guy, by the way. And Winnie, her best friend, goes, you should have ma- you should have made them cheaper. You should have made the low fat ones cheaper, yeah, dirty hag or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, um... I don't know. It's just I feel like I'd be a lot more harsh towards this movie if it wasn't for that bizarre Irish charm, you know, kind of something like it I have. You know what but, I mean? Yeah, I mean, this is the thing where I'd imagine Americans would hate this movie a lot more. Like we're not being very harsh on it, probably because um, we're used to this kind of like this kind of humor. I mean, especially with uh, our love for you know. Well, I think Father Ted is a better show than Mrs. Brown's Boys, yeah. even if the even if one of the writers is a dick. Yeah, but um, let's leave, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> so we also cut to Buster, one of the main characters. One of yeah, our son- yeah. What's to like a random cuts uh, a court scene, like it's an episode of The Simpsons or something? No, it's a random court scene, and I, I, he's on trial. And I wrote, he's on trial for stealing a lovely, lovely horse that doesn't <laughs> exist. Yeah. Now, granted, this does come into play later. So I originally called this filler, but. This is Chekhov's horse, is what it is. Okay, that's what this is. By the way, make us a TV tropes page. We're talking about all the tropes. Can you make us a TV tropes page? Please, please. We've been begging for months now. No one's made one for us. Oh, well. But uh, yeah, he get basically they win the court case because um, they managed the fella who owns the horse apparently didn't register the horse and just called the horse horsey horse. Yeah, so, whoops. So the cork, I fell in, so the judge is like, well, I don't know if this horse even exists, so fuck it. 
Cough, yeah. Cough, case dismissed. Yeah, by the way, are we going to mention how, like, the lawyer slash solicitor is named Tom Cruise? <laughs> yes. As in C-R-E-W-S? Cruise? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't really... Yeah, that's a that's a joke. They tried something there. <laughs> well, he does his own soliciting. That's his thing. He yeah. doesn't have a stunt solicitor. Yeah, he he's a bumbling, bumbling solicitor. That's all you need to know about his character. Um. Also, Scientology is a religion, not a cult. <laughs> <laughs> sure thing, buddy. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> oh God. Getting actual YouTube ads for Scientology. I remember I once got an ad for Scientology. Not on YouTube, but it was on like a dictionary app that I owned. That's and very, I was like, that's very strange. What the fuck? <laughs> like this, and I thought it was common knowledge that Scientology is a co- anyway. Never mind. Um, yeah, we're getting off track here. We need to keep. So, things- so do we cut to the scene where the evil corporation um, with uh, want to destroy uh, the market? Yeah, more street market. They're basically yeah. Again, this is Karl Marx's vision of Dublin. (laughs) Surely, Um, and you know that being you know that being said, even though I didn't find this movie very funny, I did, I did like the one gag about uh, the election posters where it's like Patrick, blah blah blah. You know, PRC. You know, keep a prick in power. I really yeah, yeah. I love that. That's there's a lot of those kind of jokes where it's like in the background you'll see some bonus shit. Um, I love that kind of shit. And there's another one later on, if I can remember it. I don't know if I wrote a note about it, but we'll get to that later on. Yep. Uh, but they they are like, they, they're shutting down all the people in the market because they want to build apartments and shit that nobody afford to live in. Because, you know, it's Dublin. Um, yep. And, uh, you know, this, this guy, this prick, he's even working with Russians. Yeah, this know. bit is like so fucked up. I'm like, why? Why are the Russian? Why is the Russian mafia involved in this? Yeah. Why do it's, they care about this one street? This one. This one place in Morse? It's never explained, and it's not even really a Russian mafia. It's three guys. That's it. Yeah. Although that being said, there was a part that kind of did make me smile a bit, where, <laughs> where, uh, where the guy is like, you know, he's translating. Goes like, the working class can fuck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is Karl Marx, but also fuck my ass. Yeah, I'm really? sorry, that means something different from what no. you think it means. It's it's kiss your ass, not stop fucking. Yeah. Oh my god, fuck your ass is a little different than that. Yeah, that, that's something you do on the fourth date, not the first. <laughs> fourth date. Yeah. Well, that that depends. If you, if you just got to make sure everyone's comfortable with it, you know. Oh, Course, but regardless, uh, we get to see uh, Agnes's daughter work at a new advertising firm where, like, uh, guy, where, where right? we have the where we have uh, a fucking simp showing up that's simping yeah, after her, or slash sexual predator, you know, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, yeah, his name is uh, his name is John Epstein or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, yeah, right, I'll, I'll change that. His name is no, ah. Damn it. That doesn't matter. Uh, and there's a there's a moment where uh, Agnes calls him a fuckface. So that was kind of funny. Yeah, and, and and she's in the background with like a bowl of fruit, going, "Give us the fruit!" Come on, come on, let me in, let me in. Oi. And uh, so, 
this uh, this scene, this misogynistic boss, you know, he just fucks off, and, and Kathy's like, whatever. And Mrs. Brown's like, come on, can you not like take over me, me stall? And that's been handed down for generations. And she's like, I'm not taking over your stall. I want to be my own independent woman. Uh, Kathy says. Um, um, in the show, she also got breast implants. I think. Interesting. I think I could be wrong. I remember there was an episode about something like that. Very strange show. But yeah, then we cut to like a scene in the church where Agnes has to, you know, tell a pastor about her sins. And for some reason, her friend Winnie is like, oh, no, I have way more sins than you. Yeah, we have a sinfulness competition. I'm like, I kind of wish I was there so I could come in and say. Yeah, but you haven't had sex with a farm animal. So Winnie wins every time. No, but I've wanted to have sex with a fictional dragon. Does that count? No. Fuck. God damn it. I need, it I need happen, my, if, if I'm going to take over, if I'm going to take over from my dad, the devil, in hell, if I'm going to inherit that, I need to sin more. No, man. It's like, you're not next to nine little Nas X's. Don't you, don't you know that? You know, ju- just in the case of if Satan ever died, like, you know, little Nas X will be ruler of hell. And I'm all for it, personally. Okay, I don't even know what that is, so I'm just gonna leave it. How do you miss? How do you not see like? Uh, okay, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Move on. Move on. Yeah, this is this is a yeah. This is where where like the main conflict of the movie starts because like uh, Kathy or whatever is like, oh man, you got to pay off this tax. And it's like, oh, it's only 96- oh, it's only ninety six pound or ninety six euro pound. Yeah, what's that? Oh, it's four million euro. This is like the restaurant at the end of the universe. You put one euro in a deposit, and then by the end of the universe, like a hundred trillion years into the future, um, it's like worth billions or some shit or trillions or quadrant, and you just spend all that money <laughs> at, at the restaurant at the end of the universe. Um, uh, but. Oh no, it must be a mistake. Oh yeah, it is a mistake. It's 3.8 million. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was but... expecting it to turn out to be way bigger than that. Yeah. But then they actually did the gag of it being slightly smaller, and I guess that's That's funnier. better than having a gag of it being way bigger. Yeah. Uh, but hey, like anyway. Brad mentions about mentions blowing up the revenue house to get rid of the debt. So uh-huh. But uh, yeah, and later on we we see a car bomb, so he really is part of the ra. I swear to God, <laughs> that's just a, that's not us. There is a car bomb the sh- scene that shows up later on. That's a thing, okay. Yeah. Also, I can't believe this, but we haven't mentioned the blind ninjas yet. How could we have yeah. not mentioned? Because they haven't shown up yet. But you know, I'm surprised I haven't mentioned about the one gag about the one guy who people keep calling Jamaican. Like... Oh yeah, the guy who's clearly like from. The guy who's clearly a like South Asian, like either from Pakistan or, or India, or maybe he was just born in Ireland and just has that accent. You never know. Yeah. Um. And they keep saying that he's Jamaican when he clearly isn't. Yeah, it's a interesting joke, I must say. But hey, I mean, but I mean, he got off easier than like the Chinese did. Yeah, he got off way easier than the Chinese did. Who's also played by Brendan O'Carroll. Like, what the fuck is that all about? Yeah, I don't know, but uh. Yeah, but yeah, are we going to talk about the scene where, uh, you know, where Agnes reveals, like, that she owes all the money at the pub? Oh, oh, okay, so is this the bit where they... <laughs> okay, can you explain the scene? Because they all, like, say that it's... Winnie spills the guts, and yeah. it, and, and and then everyone's like, oh, she, she's like the pillar of the community, and then they all fucking hate her. And then all of a sudden... um. 
she brings up, they all say, we're, we'll pay, we'll sh- all chip in for it. And then she says, it's four million euro. And they're all like, oh, fuck that. Yeah. I mean, can you really blame them? Because I don't know about you, but I don't have four million euro lying around. As far oh, as I know. I don't. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I could get some if uh, if we were to set up a Kickstarter. Uh, and, and if we were to set up a Kickstarter and promise to make like the world's most ambitious space game, We'd probably be able to get a lot of money. <laughs> uh, funny. The Virgin Star Citizen versus the Chad No Man's Sky. Exactly. No Man's Sky actually came out. It's still being worked on. Star Citizen. It's, oh, it's vaporware. Oh, but now this is where the Ninja School for the Blind comes in, which is... Yeah, that's a gag. That's a, that's a thing they did. The Ninja School for the Blind... I, I I don't understand this because okay, so the whole point is there are a bunch of blind ninjas, right? And all I could think of <laughs> reason was the gag that Dara O'Brien talked about with regard to evolution, where he said there were a bunch of blind monkeys, and then at one stage a one-eyed monkey showed up into the middle of it all, and he <laughs> was king of the monkeys until Mister Feckin' Two Eyes showed up. <laughs> that that sounds pretty funny, but. No, this is a blind ninja, and the guy's about to walk on like glass. Yeah, and, and there's just the... and remember, don't forget about the super good-looking fake blood that comes out after he steps on the glass. It's fucking cranberry juice, is what they have. It's like what the fuck is it's it's just black currant juice. Like what the fuck is that? I don't know, but yeah, I suppose it distracts you from the fake racist Asian accent, I guess. I Maybe? mean, that is so fucking racist. I was like... And what? This movie came out in what? 2015, right? 2014. Oh, 2014. But but still, you know, there was... You know, there was like a rising thing against, you know, shit like that. It's so strange that a movie managed to get away with that. I mean, it's not even like... It's not even new or original or particularly satiric. You can't even defend it in the same sense of like a... And you also can't really defend it in a sort of when they are offensive to everybody South Park style because I, yeah. like like with South Park, they push the boundaries, but it's usually for some satiric reason or for some message or something. Yeah. Am I getting that wrong? Yeah, no, no, you're right. You're right. They, and the Cartman's have... not the good guy, so he's not meant to be the good guy. So, you know. Yeah, yeah but like this uh, Asian guy, you know, you think he's just going to be a one-off thing, but no, he comes back later for plot stuff. And he's it is, it is basically yellow face because uh, yeah. Brendan O'Carroll has makeup on to make him look like he's in yellow face. Like what the yeah. fuck? It's like not as proud as moment. I'd I'd say that's not as proud as moment. Also, can I bring up the fact that every now and then in this movie they leave an intake, an outtake of an intake? Like, oh they yeah, leave gonna, an oh yeah. What did bring that up? I again, I'm not sure if I like that or not. I mean, that just reminds me of plumbers don't wear ties. Do you <laughs> not remember that bit? In oh yeah, don't I wear do. Ties where they leave in oh. Were they even a bit like I've been searching for me for for you, and they're all laughing. It's like, oh, that wasn't yeah. in the script. We leave that in the movie. It's like, yeah, it's like on one hand, I just I think it's I think it's just padding at its finest. But on the other hand, it shows me that these people had a good time working on the movie. So I can't be. Yeah, I mean, like it, at, at least it's not one. At least it's not like last week's movie where the the, the production was a load of shit. This is yeah. clearly just a bunch of Irish lads. Trying to have a good time and, and, and making some... some Make people laugh, even if they didn't make me laugh that much. Yeah, but um, we also... Okay, so to raise money, um, Rory 
Now, Rory is... <laughs> he, he acts a bit stereotypical mm-hmm. as, as a gay fella. Um, but he's not, I wouldn't say he's necessarily a bad portrayal of a gay man because he is portrayed and accepted. And I do remember when the, when the, uh, vote, when the gay marriage referendum came out, it came out, there was, uh, Brendan O'Carroll did do a, did do a vote yes thing with Rory, like in character as Mrs. Brown. Oh, that's cool. So like, even though, so like, Racist Chinese thing, you could make the argument that that's legitimately racist, even if it's relatively mild racism compared to, I don't know, actually wanting to kill them or some shit, but so yeah. bad. I don't know how they got away with it. Mm-hmm. But with um, but with this, you know, sure, Rory acts a little stereotypical, like a bit of a stereotypical gay fella, but... Yeah, he's... it didn't make my it didn't make my skin crawl, that's, that's all I can say. But at the same time, he isn't... He's portrayed. He's accepted by his mother, who's a baby boomer, um, and that's good. Uh, not to be just or whatever, but it is. It is true that the majority of homophobic homophobes are the older generation. That's just generally the case. Um, not always. Obviously, there are plenty of older individuals who are who fully accepted the gay. Um, which is good. And yes, there are plenty of young homophobes as well. I'm not going to fucking deny that. But it's good in a way that Mrs. Brown, a Catholic, is perfectly okay with the gay. Yeah, it's weird. But like in a cool way. But anyway, uh, to raise money, uh, Rory says, oh, I'll swim the channel. When he thought they said the canal. The canal, get it? Yeah. And then he's yeah. about to do it, and they have this whole fucking podium set up, and he's in a fucking mankini, like he's yeah. Borat. Like, okay, fine. Yeah, you know, I think you know, I think they could have done without the pink mankini, honestly, just like put him in a regular swim thing or something. But uh, whatever. Been better off, but anyway, he goes over, he runs over, and he runs back because the because it's fucking freezing. Yeah, which but- I, I will admit, I relate to that. I've been to the beach; it's not nice. I don't like the beach all that much. There, I said it. The beach is overrated. Come at me! Uh, I I miss the beach personally. It's been years. Actually, I don't think that. Actually, I did, I did enjoy going to that beach that one time, but no. I don't know. I t- I tend not to go to the beach very yeah. often. And you know that. And you know the movie even does the cliche of like playing chariots of fire followed by like oh for like yeah not, not like nice the chariots of fire theme is so overdone. The first time I heard that theme was a parody. That was the first time I heard that thing. I mean, do you think Van Gallis is like pissed off at the fact that his music is being used as a parody all the time? Da yeah, da 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 da. You know, it's like it's like, come on, come on. Like it's just so overdone. It's like a dream in like every single epic YouTube video, circa two thousand and ten. Yeah, it's fucked up. Do you remember that shit? Do you remember when Wreck Room yeah, Dream was used all the time? It's like, it like this... yeah, it was the same shit like having Paralyzer in every video. Oh yeah, that was the other thing, or or that other one. What was it like? Sound system. Da da yeah da da yeah. It's like so dumb, and I'm like, I mean, people talk about like, oh, I miss the old YouTube shit nowadays. No, it was shit back then. It was just a different kind of shit, you know. Like I, mm. I'm just thinking about like. All the videos were like white text on a blue background. <laughs> like, all of that. Anyway, um, 
Mrs. Brown has been voted the second best mammy according to the papers. Yeah, supposedly. Oh, oh, but uh, remember you forgot the funny gag, funny car bomb gag about the about the bomber with Parkinson's. Forgot about that gag. Oh, oh yeah, the Russians, right? They're threatening again. The Russians are threatening. Uh, we we've completely skipped over the bit where she gets uh, offered by the Russians or by a, like a spokesperson for the Russians slash the fucking records or whatever the fuck the villains are. Just faceless corporations that against the little guy. Um, and we get the scene where she's offered thirty thousand euro ah for the sale, and then make sure to get rid of the. They'll get rid of the, uh, you know. They'll get the, the rid death. of the, the death. Yeah, but but uh, but uh oh, uh, someone might have a receipt. Uh, someone might have a, uh, you know, her granny's receipt, and by her I mean Agnes, of course. Yeah, turned out, um, they actually did pay, but it was like kept in a record or some shit, like missing record. I don't fucking. This is plot. The plot completely dismantles itself when you think. Hard. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, fine. That doesn't make sense. But yeah, apparently, her granny did pay, but they forgot to list it. But there is a receipt somewhere in the archive, and so there's this whole scene where they have to try and get to the national record service and cause a distraction to get there. But also, in the meantime, the Russians, they're the the, the grand with a car bomb. But the guy who owns it has Parkinson's, so he blows himself up with the car bomb accidentally. Right. It's out a charity shop. Yeah, fucked up, isn't it? But yeah, this, this movie uh, continues its great trend of humor because, uh, you know, Tom Cruise and uh, Agnes are talking to, are talking to like a friend of Agnes's granny or something because like she's fucking ancient, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, Tom Cruise speaks up really loud because she's deaf, but then Agnes she's one hundred and two, like... right? Yeah. And she looks like like kind of almost like Yoda or something. I don't know. She's like just going, "Oh, old now am I? Old now am I? I'm just gonna go get curtains drawn." And no, no, like I don't know. She, she's she's fairly old, right? And she's the only their only hope. So she walked them across the road, but she gets run over by the bus and fucking dies. Um, yeah. What a that... what a what a moment! No, nope. <laughs> oh boy. Ah, uh, but I, I take it that you're not as into talking about this movie as last week's. We don't yeah. seem to have as much to talk <laughs> about. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just you know, just I didn't really find the movie that funny, so I kind of have to go through. Okay, what can I talk about? What can I talk about? Uh, well, well, I suppose they get in touch with like annoyer, uh, annoyer, <laughs> annoyer. That's a word. Yeah, that that is a word, but no, I meant to say like another lawyer or a law person. The, you know the guy, right? And yeah, and ha- he's and he's the guy who claims, and he's the guy who spe- he he speaks in an accent that reminded me of the old, the late great Dublin comedian uh, Dave Allen. Um, you probably never heard of Dave Allen. Hmm. No, but he was he was great. He he made a lot of jokes making fun of the Catholic Church, which is always a yeah. always a good thing in my book. But yeah, uh, this guy has movie Tourette's, so you can sure you can. Oh yeah, that yeah, to... he has movie Tourette's. So we have uh, movie Tourette's, meaning that all the things he says, all of his ticks are swear words. That's, uh, that's it's like it's like movie OCD. They line things up in a row and clean their hands excessively. Yeah, or or it's like movie autism, where you're a super genius and can figure out everything. 
either you're a non-verbal super genius or you're um, a socially inept super genius. Yeah. That's it. There's no in between. And There's you no always... fucking in between. Yeah. You don't have batshit crazy folks like me in the middle of it all. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so... Is it, this is the bit where Buster tries to cause a distraction by basically, um, you know, going crazy in the records office trying to distract people by pulling up about the place. But it doesn't fucking work. They're trying to get into the restricted section to get to the archives or whatever. But they fuck mm. it up. Um, but don't know. What if we got the blind ninjas to sneak in? Oh, shit. That means racist Chinaman can come back. Yay! So the, and again, we make jokes about them being blind and not being able to see. That's the joke, guys. They just bump into things. It's so low brow. Oh my god, it's the jokes are the jokes are so fucking low brow. It's like ah, I don't have. I, I mean, like, I, here's the thing. I didn't find this movie particularly funny. Uh, but I don't. I didn't hate it as much as I thought. I I, I was like going okay. You know, Mark Kermode, he fucking hated this movie. But then again, he. But then again, I don't always agree with him. I mean, I like him. I like Mark Kermode. Um, I don't hate the fella, um, but he I don't always agree with him, which is fine. You know, like not agreeing with, with critics is perfectly fucking fine, unless they're one of those critics who's like, I uh, what I'm saying is an objective fact, but it is an objectively bad movie. It is intrinsically bad. If you enjoy it, it is bad. Well, that bullshit. Uh, which I don't believe in at all. As far as I can tell, a movie can never be intrinsically good or bad. Yeah. Um, from a philosophical standpoint, yeah. I don't think there is. A, there are a lot of things that are intrinsically good, other than happiness. I think that's about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm fairly okay with saying this movie is bad. Yeah. You know? Well, I. I thought again. I don't think this movie. No. 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 I mean, you say it's bad, but you're implying a sort of subjectivity to it. Like I thought nah. this movie was bad. Well, yeah, I thought it was bad. Yeah, you're not saying like, oh, it's a, it's a fact that it's bad and the people who enjoy it are, are retarded or whatever. And I'm not saying that in like an ableist way. By the way, that word gets used at one point in this movie. There's another, there's another point of contention. Yeah, that's that's another strike against this movie. Or not, you know, depending on... depending on. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's very lowbrow. The humor's very fucking lowbrow, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm so. I mean, I'm. I mean, it's better to have like a lowbrow comedy. On that, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't have jokes about about you know real gross that much, which that's the shit that makes me cringe. Yeah, but uh, is this the bit where? I mean, do we get to the bit where she goes on Joe Duffy? Uh, yeah, and they also there's all they also. I'm not sure if this is where they bring it up, but they also bring up how like Agnes gave up her kids at one point. For like a couple of weeks because she couldn't cope with having six at home at first. Like she took their allowance initially. Yeah. Um, and of course she confesses this to the to the priest who currently uh the, uh, the Russians break in and threaten him with a gun. So, I mean that's how the Russians find out and that's how it brings up in a courtroom scene. Um, yeah, and, only this and, time with more Tourette's because that's or, hilarious. Fuck, <laughs> this is a great. Uh, I mean, I will admit there was one Tourette's joke that that made me laugh. It's like at the beginning where he says "wax wax," and and he's and, he's, and the court judge is like, uh, "What did he say?" And Mrs. Brown's like, "He said wank wanks." <laughs> <Blech. sighs> 
But yeah, movie Tourette's. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, what else happens in this movie? Uh, which sense... Oh, yeah, she gets. Oh, yeah, Agnes gets like disowned by the town because she gave up her kids for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. She... They're about to, and they're about to like have it so that she should just sell it off for the 30,000 and lose the, lose the stall. But, um, they find out, but like the, the, the ninja, but Buster's not taking no for an answer. Him and the ninjas keep trying to break in. So they sneak in and there's a bunch of Irish lads on the CCTV cameras watching and pointing and laughing at the ninjas the whole time. It's like, oh, oh my God, it's so hilarious. You gotta put, are you recording this? You should put this on YouTube. We get a million hits within a week. Within a year. Should we tell the Russians about this? Nah, we'll wait until they fuck <laughs> up severely. It's like, what is this? I don't know. It's like, I feel like, I feel like the movie's just trolling me at that point. <laughs> I, I, this is this is this is this is a movie that's like one of those dumb. I don't even know what the point of this movie is. It's dumb, but I don't know. I don't hate it. Yeah, but yeah, they find that the receipt is missing because someone burned it. But then, oh shit, there's a braille receipt because one of the women, women there was blind. Yeah, so they had. So it was one of the first braille receipts, and one of the ninjas figured that out because they're blind. So it actually, their blindness is a plot point. It's not just the cheap yeah. gag. Um and we do have a, a scene where she's about to go into the last day of court and she's sad. Uh, all throughout this movie, they play like Irish pop songs, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, she's sad because uh, she's like, "Oh, I failed everyone. I'm not going to be able to win this court case." So she goes in, and sad music is playing. But uh, as it is the last day of court, and uh, they've gotten the braille thing, they've got the braille, so. Uh, it's now time, ladies and gentlemen, for the final chase. Yeah, time for the epic climax, baby. Where the, where there's a police chase, um, yeah. and the Russians chase them in yeah. cars. Yeah, and at the very least, they abandon the stereotype of what what stereotype? The the Chinese stereotype. Yeah, the that's how they they have, oh yeah they abandon him in the fucking vents. Yeah, they he... sneak out through the vents and they abandon it. Him. Wait. Wait, did you say vents? Like, like in Among Us? Sorry, that was really unfunny. Yeah, no. Um... <laughs> My boy, this was worse than the time I was sus. <laughs> I chose brown because it's the color of poo. I thought that was a legit episode of Family <laughs> a lot of when I first saw that. I didn't realize that was fan made. That was fool too... me. I, I know a real Family Guy cutaway gag when I see it. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, if uh, anyone was waiting for me to make an Among Us joke, I hope you're happy because it's never happening again. I've, I oh, I wonder if like a couple of years from now, Among Us will have like a revival. Yeah, but it's gotta go. But at first, it has to go through a period of being called a dead game and cringe first. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, we're kind of in that stage now. People are saying it's dead game, it's cringe. Cringe. I know people say a cringe. I remember I once made a cringy YouTube comment on purpose. Um, I do that. If people actually take offense to cringe, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, cringe. It's cringe. I'm like, but mm. why? Why do why, why give a shit about? Like, I don't give a shit. I don't know. But anyway, this final chase involves them being chased by the popo, the guard, the police, the fucking. Russians. It involves uh, every. It, it also involves Chekhov's horse, 
because they get the horse. Uh, unfortunately, accident. She gets back into court. She gets back to the court. Accidentally ends up with a betting slip instead. So now the main judge has to has to exp- has to explain the history of Ireland all the way from the time the fucking Vikings showed up, just to distract the court and prevent and keep the court case going as, as long enough. So like so that uh, Buster can show up with his Chekhov's horse that he totally didn't steal with the Braille, and that's how the fucking movie ends. They get the Braille, yeah. the court finds in favour of Mrs. Brown, uh, the Russians are out of fucking now, the, the main fellas, they don't get, like, nothing bad really happens to them. We don't have the full ex- expose of the Russians and all that shit. It's all dumb. That's how the movie ends. Mm-hmm. It's over. Yeah, it ends on a dance number. Fuck you. Uh, that was a weird movie. At least it was short. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't so long that uh, I. I mean, it was a lot easier for me to watch than something like Godzilla or Twenty Twelve. Oh, for Ugh. sure, without a doubt. I mean, that's our comparison point. I, I love how even after watching fucking disaster movie, the worst movie ever made, or generally considered the, the lowest on IMDb. Right, that's there probably are worst movies out there, but. The lowest movie on IMDb. We still mention 2012 as our lowest point. Yeah, because 2012 fucking sucks. Ugh. I mean, it wasn't the worst year of my life, per se. Um, it was an alright year. It's just a fucking movie sucked. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, what do we have for next week? Because this episode has been a bit of a bit low. It's not as insane as our previous ones. Yeah, well, it, it would have been hard to top anyway. And, you know, just we knew exactly what we were getting into with Mrs. Brown's voice. Yeah, because I've watched the show a few times. I don't watch it super often, but I have seen it a couple of times. So, yeah, I've seen it, too. But, but uh, yeah, let me see. What could we look at next week? Hmm. Do you want to do you want to do another bad comedy? Um, uh, yeah, sure. Fine. Uh, how about fucking Paul Blart Mall Cop. Oh, you fucking for real. We're gonna do Paul Blart. Fine, that's all. I'm guessing that's on Netflix. Yeah, and it'll be extra fun for me because my birthday is this week, so you know, next week I'm gonna ruin it all with fucking Paul Blart Mall Cop. And then I go and spoil it all by watching something stupid like Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yay! And I go and spoil it all by saying something stupid like Fus Rota! That was a mm-hmm. video. Aaron, why you make Skyrim go to 2021? You're cringe. Yes, I am Bro, cringe. Truth is, we've all been cringe from the beginning. But yeah, we'll just leave it at that. We'll be back with uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Or, no, not 2. With the first one. Because, uh, I don't Paul... know... It's a big, it's a big meme movie, and I think it'll be fun to talk about. All right, yes. So, for listening to our dumb episode on Mrs. Brown's voice, uh, thank you. Uh, follow us on the Discord, on the Twitters, and other yep. shit. Yep. Follow us at uh, Two Guys Bad Movies. Uh, that's I think is that the number two. Uh, yeah. yeah. Two Guys yeah. Bad Movies number two. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, thank you so much. See you and peace. Bye-bye.